0: we <music>
1: you for joining me around the fireside tonight. My name is Joe, and I'm here to tell you a story. Two stories fit for Halloween. One about two sisters and an old witch. The other about a brother and a sister lost in a dark forest. Both stories written over 200 years ago by the Brothers Grimm. I am pleased to present... The Old Witch and Hansel and Gretel. These stories, whilst totally suitable for children, are in their original forms and thus quite creepy and perfect for our Tales for Children Halloween special. As always, please like, follow or subscribe to Tales by the Fireside. Every interaction truly does mean the world to this channel. Now please, get comfortable, hold on to the daylight, and join me for our Halloween stories. The Old Witch by The Brothers Grimm Once upon a time there were two girls who lived with their mother and father. Their father had no work and the girls wanted to go away and seek their fortunes. Now, one girl wanted to go to service, and her mother said she might if she could find a place. So, she started for the town. Well, she went all about the town, but no one wanted a girl like her. So she went on farther into the country And she came to the place where there was an oven, where there was lots of bread baking. And the bread said, Little girl, little girl, take us out, take us out. We have been baking seven years and no one has come to take us out. So the girl took out the bread, laid it on the ground and went on her way. Then she met a cow. And the cow said, Little girl, little girl, milk me, milk me. Seven years I have been waiting and no one has come to milk me. The girl milked the cow into the pails that stood by. As she was thirsty, she drank some and left the rest in the pails by the cow. Then she went on a little farther and came to an apple tree so loaded with fruit that its branches were breaking down and the tree said little girl little girl help me shake my fruit my branches are breaking it is so heavy and the girl said of course i will you poor tree so she shook all the fruit off propped up the branches and left the fruit on the ground under the tree then She went on again till she came to a house. Now in this house there lived a witch, and this witch took girls into her house as servants. And when she heard that this girl had left her home to seek service, she said that she would try her and give her good wages. The witch told the girl what work she was to do. You must keep the house clean and tidy sweep the floor and the fireplace but there is one thing you must never do you must never look up the chimney or something bad will befall you so the girl promised to do as she was told but one morning as she was cleaning and the witch was out she forgot what the witch said and looked up the chimney when she did this A great bag of money fell down in her lap. This happened again and again. So the girl started to go off home. When she had gone some way, she heard the witch coming after her. So she ran to the apple tree and cried, Apple tree, apple tree, hide me, so the old witch can't find me. If she does, she'll pick my bones and bury me under the marble stones. So the apple tree hid her. When the witch came up, she said, Tree of mine, tree of mine, have you seen a girl with a willy-willy wag and a long-tailed bag who stole my money all I had? And the apple tree said, No, mother, not for seven year." When the witch had gone down another way, the girl went on again. And just as she got to the cow... She heard the witch coming after her again, so she ran to the cow and cried, "'Cow, cow, hide me, so the old witch can't find me. "'If she does, she'll pick my bones and bury me under the marble stones.' So the cow hid her. When the old witch came up, she looked about and said to the cow, "'Cow of mine, cow of mine, have you seen a girl?' with a willy willy wag and a long tailed bag who stole my money all i had and the cow said no mother not for seven year when the witch had gone off another way the little girl went on again and when she was near the oven she heard the witch coming after her again so she ran to the oven and cried oven oven hide me "'So the old witch can't find me. "'If she does, she'll pick my bones and bury me under the marble stones.' "'And the oven said, "'I have no room. Ask the baker.' "'And the baker hid her behind the oven. "'When the witch came up, she looked here, there and everywhere "'and then said to the baker, "'Man of mine, man of mine, have you seen a girl?' with a willy-willy wag and a long-tailed bag who stole my money, all I had. So the baker said, look in the oven. The old witch went to look and the oven said, get in and go in the furthest corner. The witch did so and when she was inside, the oven shut her door and the witch was kept there for a very long time. The girl then went off again and reached her home with her money bags, married a rich man, and lived happy ever afterwards. The other sister then thought she would go out and do the same, and she went the same way. But when she reached the oven and the bread said, Little girl, little girl, take us out. Seven years have we been baking, and no one has come to take us out. The girl said, No, I don't want to burn my fingers. So she went on, till she met the cow, and the cow said, Little girl, little girl, milk me, milk me. Seven years I have been waiting and no one has come to milk me. But the girl said, No, I can't milk you, I'm in a hurry. And went on, faster. And then she came to the apple tree, and the apple tree asked her to help shake the fruit. No, I can't. Another day perhaps I may and went on till she came to the witch's house. Well, it happened to her just the same as to the other girl. She forgot what she was told, and one day, when the witch was out, looked up the chimney, and down fell a bag of money. Well, she thought she would be off at once. When she reached the apple tree, she heard the witch coming after her, and she cried, Apple tree, apple tree, hide me! So the old witch can't find me. If she does, she'll pick my bones and bury me under the marble stones. But the tree didn't answer, and she ran on further. Presently, the witch came up and said, "'Tree of mine, tree of mine, have you seen a girl "'with a willy-willy-wag and a long-tailed bag "'who stole my money, all I had?' The tree said, "'Yes, mother,' She's gone down that way. So the old witch went after her and caught her. She took all the money away from her, beat her and sent her off, just as she was. The End Hansel and Gretel by the Brothers Grimm Hard by a great forest dwelt a poor woodcutter with his wife and his two children. The boy was called Hansel and the girl Gretel. He had little to bite and to break, and once, when great Darth fell on the land, he could no longer procure even daily bread. Now, when he thought over this by night in his bed, he tossed about in his anxiety. He groaned and said to his wife, What is to become of us? How are we to feed our poor children when we no longer have anything even for ourselves? I'll tell you what, husband, answered the woman. Early tomorrow morning we will take the children out into the forest to where it is the thickest. There we will light a fire for them and give each of them one more piece of bread. And then... "'We will go to our work and leave them alone. "'They will not find their way home again, and we shall be rid of them.' "'No, wife,' said the man, "'I will not do that. "'How can I bear to leave my children alone in the forest? "'The wild animals would soon come and tear them to pieces.' "'Oh, you fool,' said she, "'then we must all four die of hunger. "'You may as well plane the planks for our coffins.' and she left him, no peace, until he consented. ''But I feel very sorry for the poor children all the same,'' said the man. The two children had also not been able to sleep for hunger, and had heard what their stepmother had said to their father. Gretel wept bitter tears and said to Hansel, ''Now all is over with us.'' ''Be quiet Gretel,'' said Hansel, "'Do not distress yourself. I will soon find a way to help us.' And when the old folks had fallen asleep, he got up, put on his little coat, opened the door below and crept outside. The moon shone brightly and the white pebbles which lay in front of the house glittered like real silver pennies. Hansel stooped and stuffed the little pocket of his coat with as many as he could get in. Then he went back and said to Gretel, Be comforted, dear little sister, and sleep in peace. God will not forsake us. And he lay down again in his bed. When the day dawned, but before the sun had risen, the woman came and awoke the two children, saying, Get up, you sluggards. We are going into the forest to fetch wood. She gave each a little piece of bread and said, There is something for your dinner, but do not eat it up before then, for you will get nothing else. Gretel took the bread under her apron as Hansel had the pebbles in his pocket. Then they all set out together on the way to the forest. When they had walked a short time, Hansel stood and peeped back at the house, And did so again and again. His father said, Hansel, what are you looking at there and staying behind for? Pay attention and do not forget how to use your legs. Ah, father, said Hansel, I am looking at my little white cat, which is sitting up on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. The wife said, fool, that is not your little cat. It is the morning sun which is shining on the chimneys. Hansel, however, had not been looking back at the cat, but had been constantly throwing one of the white pebble stones out of his pocket on the road. When they reached the middle of the forest, the father said, Now, children, pile up some wood, and I will light a fire that you may not be cold. Hansel and Gretel gathered brushwood together, as high as a little hill. The brushwood was lighted, And when the flames were burning very high, the woman said, "'Now, children, lay yourselves down by the fire and rest. "'We will go into the forest and cut some wood. "'When we have done, we will come back and fetch you away.' Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire, and when noon came, each ate a little piece of bread, and as they heard the strokes of the wood axe, they believed their father was near.' It was not the axe, however, but a branch which he had fastened to a withered tree which the wind was blowing backwards and forwards. And as they had been sitting such a long time, their eyes closed with fatigue, and they fell fast asleep. When at last they awoke, it was already dark night. Gretel began to cry and said, How are we to get out of the forest now? But Hansel comforted her and said just wait a little until the moon has risen and then we will soon find the way and when the full moon had risen Hansel took his little sister by the hand and followed the pebbles which shone like newly coined silver pieces and showed them the way they walked the whole night long and by break of day came once more to their father's house they knocked at the door And when the woman opened it and saw that it was Hansel and Gretel, she said, You naughty children, why have you slept so long in the forest? We thought you were never coming back at all. Their father, however, rejoiced, for it had cut him to the heart to leave them behind alone. Not long afterwards, there was once more a great Darth throughout the land, and the children heard their mother saying at night to their father, ''Everything is eaten again. We have one half loaf left and that is the end. ''The children must go. We will take them farther into the wood ''so that they will not find their way out again. ''There is no other means of saving ourselves.'' The man's heart was heavy and he thought, ''It would be better for you to share the last mouthful with your children.'' The woman, however, would listen to nothing he had to say but scolded and reproached him. He who says A must say B. Likewise, and as he had yielded the first time, he had to do so a second time. The children, however, were still awake and heard the conversation. When the old folks were asleep, Hansel again got up and wanted to go out and pick up pebbles as he had done before, but the woman had locked the door. And hansel could not get out nevertheless he comforted his little sister and said do not cry gretel go to sleep quietly the good god will help us early in the morning came the woman and took the children out of their beds their piece of bread was given to them but it was still smaller than the time before on the way into the forest hansel crumbled it in his pocket and often stood still "'and threw a morsel on the ground. "'Hansel, why do you stop and look around?' said the father. "'Go on.' "'I am looking back at my little pigeon, which is sitting on the roof, "'and wants to say goodbye to me,' answered Hansel. "'Fool!' said the woman. "'That is not your little pigeon. "'That is the morning sun that is shining on the chimney.' "'Hansel, however, little by little, threw all the crumbs on the path.' the woman led the children still deeper into the forest where they had never in their lives been before. Then a great fire was again made and the mother said, Just sit there, you children, and when you are tired you may sleep a little. We are going into the forest to cut wood and in the evening, when we are done, we will come and fetch you away. When it was noon, Gretel shared her piece of bread with Hansel who had scattered his by the way. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed, but no one came to the poor children. They did not awake until it was dark night, and Hansel comforted his little sister and said, Just wait, Gretel, until the moon rises, and then we shall see the crumbs of bread which I have strewn about. They will show us our way home again. When the moon came, they set out, but they found no crumbs. For the many thousands of birds which fly about in the woods and fields had picked them all up. Hansel said to Gretel, we shall soon find the way. But they did not find it. They walked the whole night and all the next day too from morning till evening. But they did not get out of the forest and were very hungry. For they had nothing to eat but two or three berries which grew on the ground. As they were so weary that their legs would carry them no longer, they lay down beneath a tree and fell asleep. It was now three mornings since they had left their father's house. They began to walk again, but they always came deeper into the forest, and if help did not come soon, they must die of hunger and weariness. When it was midday, they saw a beautiful snow-white bird sitting on a bough which sang so delightfully that they stood still and listened to it. And when its song was over, it spread its wings and flew away before them. And they followed it until they reached a little house, on the roof of which it alighted. And when they approached the little house, they saw that it was built of bread and covered with cakes, but that the windows were of clear sugar We will set to work on that, said Hansel, and have a good meal. I will eat a bit of the roof, and you, Gretel, can eat some of the window. It will taste sweet. Hansel reached up above and broke off a little of the roof to try how it tasted, and Gretel leant against the window and nibbled at the panes. Then a soft voice cried out from the parlour. Nibble, nibble, gnaw." Who is nibbling at my house?" The children answered, The wind, the wind, the heaven-born wind, and went on eating without disturbing themselves. Hansel, who liked the taste of the roof, tore down a great piece of it, and Gretel pushed out the whole of one round windowpane, sat down and enjoyed herself with it. Suddenly the door opened, and a woman as old as the hills, who supported herself on crutches, came creeping out. Hansel and Gretel were so terribly frightened that they let fall what they had in their hands. The old woman, however, nodded her head and said, Oh, you dear children, who has brought you here? Do come in and stay with me. No harm shall happen to you. She took them both by the hand and led them into her little house. Then, good food was set before them, milk and pancakes, with sugar, apples and nuts. Afterwards, two pretty little beds were covered with clean, white linen, and Hansel and Gretel lay down in them and thought they were in heaven. The old woman had only pretended to be so kind. She was, in reality, a wicked witch, who lay in wait for children, and had only built the little house of bread in order to entice them there. When a child fell into her power, she killed it, cooked it, and ate it, and that was a feast day with her. Witches have red eyes, and cannot see far, but they have a keen scent like the beasts, and are aware when human beings draw near. When Hansel and Gretel came into her neighbourhood, she laughed with malice and said mockingly, I have them, they shall not escape me again. Early in the morning, before the children were awake, she was already up, and when she saw both of them sleeping, looking so pretty with their plump and rosy cheeks, she muttered to herself, That will be a dainty mouthful. Then... She seized Hansel with her shriveled hand, carried him into a little stable and locked him behind a grated door. Scream as he might, it would not help him. Then she went to Gretel, shook her till she awoke and cried, Get up, lazy thing. Fetch some water and cook something good for your brother. He is in the stable outside and is to be made fat. When he is fat, I will eat him. Gretel began to weep bitterly. But it was all in vain, for she was forced to do what the wicked witch commanded. And now the best food was cooked for poor Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Every morning the woman crept to the little stable and cried, Hansel, stretch out your finger that I may feel if you will soon be fat. Hansel, however, stretched out a little bone to her, and the old woman who had dim eyes could not see it and thought it was Hansel's finger, and was astonished that there was no way of fattening him. When four weeks had gone by, and Hansel still remained thin, she was seized with impatience and would not wait any longer. Now then, Gretel, she said to the girl, stir yourself and bring some water. Let Hansel be fat or lean. Tomorrow I will kill him and cook him. Ah, how the poor little sister did lament when she had to fetch the water, and how her tears did flow down her cheeks. "'Dear God, do help us!' she cried. "'If the wild beasts in the forest had but devoured us, we should at any rate have died together!' "'Just keep your noise to yourself!' said the old woman. "'It won't help you at all!' Early in the morning Gretel had to go out and hang up the cauldron with the water and light the fire. "'We will bake first, said the old woman i have already heated the oven and kneaded the dough she pushed poor gretel out to the oven from which flames of fire were already darting creep in said the witch and see if it is properly heated so that we can put the bread in and once gretel was inside she intended to shut the oven and let her bake in it and then she would eat her too but gretel saw what she had in mind and said "'I do not know how I am to do it. How do I get in?' "'Silly goose,' said the old woman. "'The door is big enough. Just look. I can get in myself.' And she crept up and thrust her head into the oven. Then Gretel gave her a push that drove her far into it and shut the iron door and fastened the bolt. Ah! Then she began to howl quite horribly, but Gretel ran away, and the godless witch was miserably burnt to death.' Gretel, however, ran like lightning to Hansel, opened his little stable and cried, Hansel, we are saved, the old witch is dead. Then Hansel sprang like a bird from its cage when the door is opened. How they did rejoice and embrace each other and danced about and kiss each other. And as they had no longer any need to fear her, they went into the witch's house and in every corner there stood chests filled of pearls and jewels These are far better than pebbles, said Hansel, and thrust into his pockets whatever could be got in. And Gretel said, I too will take something home with me, and filled her pinafore full. But now we must be off, said Hansel, that we may get out of the witch's forest. When they had walked for two hours, they came to a great stretch of water. We cannot cross, said Hansel, I see no foot plank and no bridge. And there is also no fairy, answered Gretel, but a white duck is swimming there. If I ask her, she will help us over. And then she cried, Little duck, little duck, dost thou see? Hansel and Gretel are waiting for thee. There's never a plank or a bridge in sight. Take us across on thy back so white. The duck came to them and Hansel seated himself on his back and told his sister to sit by him. No, replied Gretel, that will be too heavy for the little duck. She shall take us across, one after the other. The good little duck did so, and when they were once safely across, and had walked for a short time, the forest seemed to be more and more familiar to them. And at length they saw from afar their father's house. Then they began to run, rushed into the parlour, and threw themselves round their father's neck. The man had not known one happy hour since he had left the children in the forest. The woman, however, was dead. Gretel emptied her pinafore until pearls and precious stones ran about the room and Hansel threw one handful after another out of his pocket to add to them. Then all anxiety was at an end and they lived together in perfect happiness. My tale is done. There runs a mouse. Whosoever catches it by make himself a big fur cap out of it. Good night. Mom